This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to another edition of This Week in ITFC History. My name is David Diamond and I'll be here occasionally with a renegade stepman to discuss the names, the games, the wins, the draws and the losses from This Week in ITFC History. There he is, Stat. You're in another, another hat, Stat. What have you got? Another hat, Stat. This is uh, an IFC... Wow. It, it, if you're not into American football, then oh, yeah, it's, 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 it's another Broncos. It's hat. obviously Broncos, yeah. But I've I've tried because obviously this is going to be a seventies special, so I've tried to dress a bit like a, a you for you for the seventies. I've got me seventy eight shirt up there, seventy eight, so seventy eight, seventy nine. You got whatever. your flares on? Yeah. Um, no, nah, I got me tracky trackies on tonight. But um, talking about NFL, I actually watched a bit of it last night. Quite an exciting game. We're in overtime. It was twenty three all, and I've no idea who won. Who won? I literally watched five minutes of it. Would you want a spoiler? Well, I don't care. So you watch the, uh, it's the Rams. Uh, the Rams won, did they? They did. So does that mean they're in the Cup final? Sorry, Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, you're right. Versus so they who? could be they could be world champions. They're against the, world the Manchester United, Manchester United equivalent, the New England Patriots. Oh, they always win, don't they? I know, they I don't like they? them. Yeah. So how did how did the not? Don't want to rub salt on any wound here, but how did I know this is meant to be a football uh, yeah, association yeah. football pod? How did the Broncos do this season? Uh, transitional season crap then yeah yeah okay. yeah stat brilliant to see you mate we haven't done one for a couple of weeks i know again no. we've been fairly busy and it's it is i don't think people appreciate it's busy getting all all the notes together but um just to explain um the show today is a special show it is it's a so i did a little poll on on twitter to see what people want to do and, um, and julian <laughs> yes right yeah and they they chose decades, so I, I asked you what sort of decade, and clearly you went the seventies. Clearly, yeah. Well, and we've got to start somewhere, Stat. You've got to start you, somewhere. You and our two other fans are going to be thrilled about the nineteen seventies. So it's it's Ian, who we call IT, a clan ITFC uh, ITFC Ian, and um, and obviously Jules Jules Hughes, who are very keen followers of the history pod, and. Um, yeah, this is um, yeah. Really looking forward to this one with some good games. You know, you threw out some good games there, and um, yeah, I think we've got some uh, yeah some interesting stuff. So, do you want to 
when when you're ready, stat. Really. Yeah. So like, like I said, it's a seventy special. So what we're trying to do is just concentrate on four games that happened in in January during the seventies. Um, so some of them have gone a little bit before uh, already in the in the calendar year, and some of them are going to be, you know, a yeah. bit later. Um, so the first game is the third of January, nineteen seventy seven. Now I just want to I just want to check, Dave, that um, this was a Monday. This was a Monday stat. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think yeah. This was a Monday. Yeah. So this would have been the New Year's, the the you know equivalent of the New Year's Day game. Whether they play January the first, back now I don't. Whether they perhaps they did play on the Saturday, I'm not actually sure. But yeah. So should have looked at that. But anyway, so should, I've, should I've got the, the program. Oh, wowzers! Have a look at that, mate. Yep, there it is. Yeah, yeah. The classic, the classic season. So that that game on the front there was the game. Uh, 35,000 in Portman Road that day. That was one of Mariners' first game when we beat them one nil. And yeah. Mariner scores. I think we covered that game before. He scores that ridiculous, towering header, doesn't he? He does. This, this is a great program. That's the um, classic. It's one of my favourite programs. That one. Fifteen pence. It Brilliant. was Monday. Should have looked on the front. Monday, third of January. Yeah. Lovely bit about Bobby Robson talking. Sir Bob. We're well, not Sir Bob then, obviously. Have we got? No. Um, let's get back to last season's stat. Have we got a mascot? Let's have a look. <laughs> mascot. Mascot. Towards the back, I think. Junior Blues. Yeah. So hang on, how old is this person going to be? You you can do the you can work well, out. It was four, it was forty two years ago. Right. So the mascot's probably going to be fifty now, probably. He's uh, so the, today's mascot for the visit of Manchester United is eleven year old Roger Durrant. Okay. Fifteen from Gilded fifteen Gilded Gilderdale Close in Colchester. Colchester. Yeah. Blimey. Who do you reckon his favourite player was? Oh, oh, probably has made an impact already. Paul Mariner. Colin Viljone. Oh. And he's getting some stockings as an ideal... Sorry, he's getting a shirt, shorts and stockings as an oh, ideal okay. souvenir. So um, so he was... Did he say he was 11 then? He was 11. So that makes him 53. My God. Yeah. Somebody wrote in... Uh, there's a bit called Club Scene here. And somebody wrote in... Oh, and for all that, yeah. They yeah. weren't very happy... Because they they ended their letter with finally I think the fact sheet in the program could be made even more interesting if you publish Town's current average home gate. Now if you weren't happy with, with uh, that person's response, and you could contact NK Chandler of 23A Tosil Flats, Warwick University, Coventry, West Midlands. Okay. Yeah. Was he the was he the official statistician back then? He probably was. Did you have a pair of these back in the seventies, Dave? This is the Lambourne. No, probably not. Oh, I had some. Oh man, I no. I tell you where I used to get my trade. Now this is the, for the for the oldies out there. I'm sure Jules will remember this. The place to go in Ipswich for like teenager type stuff was John Walton's. John Walton's mate in Carl Street precinct. I used to buy me um, high waist um, Oxford bags from there, mate. Yeah, so Wal- not Lambourne. Lambourne probably far. No, John Walton wouldn't have wouldn't have advertised in there. I've no, never Walton's heard of John Walton's. John Walton's. And then and then later on, late 70s, early 80s for the mod gear and stuff like that, two-tone stuff, you'd have to go to um, Mins and Davis in Colchester. That was a place to go. Mins. Mins. M-I-N-T-Z. Right. Mins and Davis. And I think they also lately had a shop in Ipswich, but that was a place to go for, uh, for gear back in the day, for clothes and stuff. I've just remembered, in the club scene... Somebody's written uh, some rhymes. Yeah. I'm not going to read them all out because... I'll just read one. Go on. All right. I'll I'll read the one where she does say... um, So it's... Many thanks to dedicated town supporters, Glynis, Lorna, Jill, Julian, Debbie, who've been recently busy compiling limericks about some of the town players. They're from Holbrook, 
And the girls write, we hope they will be taken in good spirit, especially the one about Kevin Beatty. Oh. So I had, that's the first one I read. Go on, <laughs> I didn't write these, by the way. There was a defender called Beatty who was very good with his... Oh, no. What do you reckon he was very good with? Head. <laughs> go on, Feety, go on. Feety, yeah. Yeah, go on. Each day he would train despite constant rain, so Robson would call him a sweetie. Fantastic, mate. We've got Fantastic. ones from Mariner, Mills, uh, Clive Woods, or Trevor Weimark. I'll give you one more. Who do you want to listen to? Oh, give me a, give me, go on, give me Paul Mariner. He's one of my faves. Go on, give me Paul Mariner. Paul Mariner is Towns number nine. Factually correct at that point. I like yeah, that. Yeah, you, you can't argue with that. And as a centre forward is fine. Bit lazy. There. He combines well with Trevor. Doesn't say who, but I'm guessing it must be Trevor Weimark. It'll be Trevor Kurt and the kit man. Yeah. Probably unlikely. What do you reckon she gets to rhyme with Trevor? No, I've no idea. Go on. The two are so clever. Ah, of And course. when ready to score, give the sign. What? What sign did you give in the 70s to score? Did, did Mariner kind of look over and go, Trev? <laughs> Mate, I, I, I don't know that. I don't know that at all. Should have got, because Clever Trevor, that is a track by um, Ian Deary, of course. It was. And then there's a little bit, they're promoting the Ipswich Town annual 1977. Oh, I had that. Yeah, most definitely people had that. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, look, Roger Osborne there and uh, but it looks like an Arsenal game, I think. Arsenal awake it. A really rubbish um, cartoon where it's got the the referee is on the ground with a magnifying glass. Yeah, I forgot I could show you. Yeah. And I think they're saying he he, he lost his lenses. Lost, 20, his, uh, lost uh, his lenses, did he? One thing I did like, and I know you're going to love this, and I don't know the answer to it, but we've got quiz spot. Go on. Right? So there are Go three on. questions. Oh, no. Go on. It's like two little ducks all over again. Go on, Stan. Who was the first player to play for England while not with an English club? Oh, I'd have said Jimmy Greaves. Right. Good guess. Um, only three English clubs wear black and white striped, vertical striped shirts. Can yeah. you name them? Uh, back in then. So Newcastle, Notts County, and one obvious one I've missed. I can't remember the other. Yeah. Maybe Exeter City. There you go. Back in the day. And the last one, which was uh, which member of England's World Cup side of 1966 was in 1977 an undertaker? That was Ray Wilson. Ray Wilson. Left back. Yeah. And you'd be pleased to know that at the Regional Theatre of Suffolk, they had Treasure Island, because I guess they were doing it just towards the end of Christmas. And O type thing. Yeah. So have you got the answers to the quiz then, Stat? Uh, I'll have to get next week's programme. Oh, God, it's next week's programme. Uh, well, that was what the lineup was on the programme. But should yeah. I tell you what the lineup was? Man, there was nothing like that. My God, we have got injuries here. Go on, Stat. Yeah, let's go for it. So, so have we said what the game is? Right, game so this is Manchester United in Division 1. Bobby <laughs> Robson in the home dugout and Tommy Doherty is in the, the away. I, I never really liked him. No, no, I'm not saying I did. He, he left Man U under, under sort of, was he not, um, he was caught, um, he was caught out with the physio or physiotherapist misses or something. Is that right? I think something like, like that. He was caught in flagrante. I think the I word love is. love that word. And I know. I don't it was know a bit like Mick O'Brien, the first town manager who was. Hell yeah. <laughs> it, it was his landlady, wasn't it? He was the landlady of the, well, of the Greyhound pub. 
I've been the Greyhound <laughs> pub libel, and the Lamb Libel Hall. actions flying. That was last season you bought that. It was libel actions flying around all over the place. For Only cost 70, 10 grand. 70 years ago. Um, let's go through the town team. Yeah, go on. So it was Cooper, Burley, Mills, Roberts, Beatty. Do you want to talk about any of those, that back four and goalie? Um, well, I mean, just just get. I tell you what, go go through the team because right. there's some notable absences here. So we've got Cooper, Burley, Mills uh, playing at fullback, and Roberts Dale Roberts in with Kevin Beatty, uh, Brian Talbot, Roger Osborne, John Walk, uh, Clive Woods, yeah, Keith Burchin, yeah, and Robin Turner. That's incredible, Robin Turner. I'd never, I'd never remembered here to play. I mean, it was the players. It was more notable for the players as missing there. So Alan, I was get um, Roberts would be in for Hunter there. Yeah. Um, and either Birchin in for Mariner and yeah. Turner in for Weimark. So we're taking on Man United. Go for the United side of uh, side of you know back in the day household names. You go go for United side. So we've got Alex Stepney. Yeah. Jimmy Nickel. Yeah. Who I kind of mainly remember as managing Northern Ireland more than... And playing for Northern Ireland too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arthur Olberston. Yeah. Scottish uh, left back. Yeah, full international. Good player. Left left foot, yeah. Sammy McElroy. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Greenoff. Yeah. Yeah, again, England England player. Yeah. Captain Martin Buchan. Yeah. He was a good player. Yeah. David McCreary. Yeah. I don't know him. Um, yeah, went on to play for Newcastle, I think. Again, Northern Ireland International. Probably played in the 82 World Cup, I guess. Yeah, pretty sure he did. Uh, Jimmy McCreary. David McCreary. Oh, we did him, didn't we? Yeah, Jimmy. I'm looking at two lists. Jimmy Greenoff. Jimmy Greenoff, yeah. Yeah. Obviously, Brian's brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Brian was the younger. Yeah. Jimmy Jim- Greenoff was at Stoke for quite a while. I think started at Leeds. Then went to Stoke, you know, long-term player for Stoke. Then sort of went to Man United later on in his career. Again, Jimmy Greenoff did play for England. Not sure. Certainly Brian did. Not sure Jimmy did. Stuart Pearson, the England player. Yeah, certainly played for England. Yeah. I don't want to add on whenever I say his name. I just want to say Stuart Pearce. Stuart Pearson. <laughs> oh yeah, Stuart um, Pearce. Uh, Lou Macari. Lou Macari, yeah. And Gordon Hill. Gordon Hill again, another England player. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, that was a strong really team. Left winger. I, I, got, I don't know the sub, McGrath. I do not know the sub. Well, uh, I looked at it and I thought, blimey, he was a great player for Ireland. How long was he playing? And um, I had a look. It's, and it's not, not Paul McGrath, no. No, no. it's Chris. Oh, Chris McGrath, yeah. yeah might, you know, might have gone on, might have played for Spurs at some point. Maybe gone on to play for Spurs after Man Shall I tell you in the, in the little club pick thing? What yeah, does it say? Chris McGrath. Because you're saying McGrath, Spurs? aren't you? But I'm a, I'm a McGrath man. I'm not. I'm not going Mc, with. I the... think he's a McGrath. Paul McGrath. I think he's a McGrath. But anyway, go on. Uh, he went on to the other end of the transfer market. So um, obviously Tommy Doherty talking about him looking for in the transfer market to secure the services of Tottenham Hotspur's forgotten man. There you go. Chris McGrath. McGrath. For a fee of thirty grand, which could turn out to be one of the best bargains of the season. However, Tommy Doherty was concerned that 42 years later that people would f- still forget the forgotten man, Chris McGrath. So that's him. <laughs> there you go. Oh, please so, remember that. Were you at this game, Dave? Man, I was at this game. Yeah, I was at this game. You look at the crowd again, another 30,000. 30,000 crowd. Uh, man United always, you know, still back in the day, bought loads of fans. They were the, they were still the team that bought you. Maybe Liverpool as well back in the day. Um, but yeah, they would bring the most fans still. And, and you know, Man United still a big, still a big draw as they always, you know, as they always were right through the 70s after, you know, winning the European Cup and stuff. Although the side itself, 
Um, this is only their second season up. 74-75, they were down in, the, obviously, the second division. Uh, yeah. So they've been up a season, consolidated. Um, obviously, this season, 76-77, later that season, most of that side, pretty much. I went to that cup final, won the beat Liverpool in the cup final, of course. So th- there was nothing on YouTube. I couldn't find anything, but I, I did pick up from reading the... No, what I, remember about, what I remember about this game, and I can remember it, me and my pals right on the, pretty much near the front of Churchman's, really icy pitch to the extent was, that is the first time I think I remember seeing um, players playing anything, but, but some sometimes do anything but boots, but playing trainers. Like, but I think it's the first time I saw like Astros, do you know what I mean? The people yeah. they used to call the Astros. So the people wearing like these Adidas, things, what are they wearing? Are they like moulded? No, I don't think so. And they're like, bloody hell, what's this, you know? First game, I think I seem to sort of recall them wearing them. Yeah, yeah. And it was, if the game wouldn't have been played today, would not have been played today. I think probably back in those days, maybe they certainly didn't cover the whole pitch. Maybe, maybe the, um, probably, yeah, late 70s. Um, maybe the, the penalty areas got covered, probably, yeah. and that was it, probably. So treacherous, yeah, never would have been played. I think it was pretty much, I can remember them sort of like, you know, skating over the pitch all the way through the game, you know. Well, that, that's a great answer because all I've written down is conditions, frozen pitch. That's, <laughs> well, that's all I got. <laughs> no, no I, I remember it pretty well. Well, what I do remember about this, well, sorry, what I didn't remember about this game was the first goal. Bloody hell, oh. one of the quickest ever. 20, 25 seconds. Wall, uh, Clive Woods, he loses the ball to Makari. He, he passes it to Pearson and, and he shoots past Cooper. So 30,000 people are standing in the ground and the majority of them are probably standing stunned after 25 well, seconds and he would be stunned because this is Ipswich back in the this season so to, to put a season to set the scene of this season this is January first game January or whatever or maybe the second may have played the first I don't know anyway um 3rd of January 1977 so um Paul Mariner had signed obviously at the end of October and they'd beaten so they were on a <laughs> this was the four this was the 14th game of a um an unbeaten run where they've won 10 and drawn the last three unbelievable <laughs> Unbelievable! I think looking at the program, yeah, we played West Brom away on New, on, Year's, on... New Year's Day. Okay, right. So yeah, yeah. We're, we're one nil down after twenty five seconds, um, and that's kind of where any notes and stuff. I've picked up a few things in the program that kind of ran ran dry. But one thing that did come out, and I looked at. So you got Bobby Robson's program notes here, which he does. Um, so you want the next week's program so I, w- yeah. I went to the bristol city cup match program which was the one after oh, to I see what he said that. Uh, um, I was at that game as well 4-1 yeah in that do you remember what he said in the program i don't remember what he said no, in the i was gonna say is it, but he he highlighted uh one fan support of dale roberts because even though dale roberts made his debut in 1974 yeah his next three starts for town or his first three starts for town were all away so this was his first Wow, he's home. home senior debut. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby Robson said he heard one young fan in the crowd shout, come on, Dale, you know, you need to get the team going. Cause I think we were misfiring, certainly, in the match. And um, yeah. he liked that. So he made he made a mention to the fan to say thank you ever so much for, oh, fantastic. for getting behind the, the yeah. young lad, Dale Roberts, which was, was brilliant to hear. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, and looking at it, it's a, it's a scratch side. I mean, man, you looking at their side then, as I can recall, that's their first choice. That would be their first choice side. And, you know, we're, we're in the, obviously we're in the middle of this um, brilliant run. So we're, you know, we're second, we're second in the league, um, probably behind Liverpool, who ultimately go on to win it that year again. Um, it's just superb, isn't it? You know, and you can imagine what, what I remember about this game. I think we scored, 
I think uh, we're one nil down. I think there wasn't much in the game, and you began to think, oh, you know, we're gonna. This is the end of our unbeaten run and stuff. Then I think there was a um, it was an own goal, wasn't it, the equaliser? Yeah, uh, Clive Woods had a cross. So we're, we're just over eleven minutes left of the of the yeah. the, the game. Uh, Woods has a comes over, he's got a cross and uh, green off. One of the brothers, you know, when you just think you should be putting a J or a, or a B. I reckon because Greenoff J was more of a, I'd say Greenoff J, Jimmy, was a more of a, not then, but we were a deep lying forward, you'd call him then, a number yeah. 10. So, so it's going to be Brian. Brian. Yeah. yeah. So 79 yeah. minutes, he, he sticks Woods cross into the back of the net uh, to make it 1-1. And then five minutes later, so in the 84th minute. I can remember this. Well, this is both up churchmen's. So we were, yeah. we, we, me and my pals in churchmen's. I was, what, hang on, let say 14, I think it was. So brilliant. So near the front of churchmen's. So we get the equalise and we're sort of looking at each other. Oh, the unbeaten run goes on. And and typical Ipswich in those days, you know, the in this day, you know, it happened. The other team would go and score. But, you know, in this day, and you know, this is how it happened. And, you know, the sheer will of the crowd and the players. And, and um, yeah, I remember Woods, you know, couldn't miss from about five, six yards out. And absolutely place went mental absolutely mental yeah great so times brilliant we, brilliant times we finished that game in in second position yeah. so it was the 20th league game and we had 30 points which you know one and a half points per game back then was yeah you know that's, for, that's great two points, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like, well i mean in that i've just made a couple like that on beat and run would last one more game we had a two nil home win against everton before 15 games i think you know, we lost one nil to spurs and i'm pretty sure that winning run was one i still stands as one of our longest say winning run you know undefeated run still stands as one of our longest i think maybe there was one stupid run in 79 80 i think where we might have gone 20 i don't even think we went that barely in 80 81 it was it was a hell of a run and you know the winning win, you know winning all those games you know um but what a, what a win this was without the likes of you know mariner and Weimark. i mean fantastic yeah so like you say we won all down at half time won the game 2-1 30 000 there patched up team against you know potentially were, were they were they considered England's biggest side at the time yeah was, still yeah. I think for support and stuff like that and still a very sort of quite you know you look at the players they had Gordon Hill flying winger Pitt and um, Macari people like that quite a um you know flamboyant sort of side you know played like to get the ball down and play sort of quite attractive quite attractive football so that yeah that was a good win I mean that's, that's a sort of funny old season that season because that was the one season under Robson throughout 73 onwards through that we didn't qualify for Europe um, I think we'd finished sixth the week the uh, season before that was a season I think Southampton beat Man United in the cup final denied us which denied us then a place Man United then took our place in UEFA Cup Southampton obviously in the cup winners cup back then and denied our place in Europe so I think in the end that season we finished third Liverpool of course won it um, and um, um, I think Man City had a good season that year as well but that was also the season where Beatty was having a Beatty had a really good. He did played thirty games up to Easter. So while well, he's in the team, you know, you know, you've got half a chance. And that was the game where he had his um, um, over Easter that season. He had his unfortunate bonfire bonfire accident and set him yeah. out for the season. And we just tailed off and finished third. I tell you, I was looking at the the league table that's got printed in the program. Yeah, so obviously before this game, but Liverpool were top with thirty points from twenty two games. Um, so I'm guessing that we must have been, yeah. So we were in 28 with 19 games. So we had three games in hand at that point. That's yeah. Yeah. One yeah. thing I did, I did want to mention to you: two players that that were on the back for for Manchester United that we haven't mentioned. Uh, Steve Koppel. Oh, so he wow. must have been yeah. 
Okay, so he's certainly not full stream, yeah. So yeah. I'd say McCreary probably would be in for Cottbull, yeah. And Stuart Houston, who obviously went on back. to be Town's assistant yeah. manager. Yeah, I mean, he'd have been left back, so I assume Olberston's not in then. So Olberston would have, it'd have been quite young then, probably. So Olberston would have come in for um, would have come in for Stuart for Stuart Houston. I mean, this must have been one of Turner's first games for Ipswich as well. I know it's not his debut because you'd have said it, but I'm pretty sure he couldn't have played many many games. Um, Many games before then. Yeah, I was really surprised. A, ha- a handful of games there, I reckon. Yeah, probably. Probably. So, the next but, game... What a great game that is, bloody hell. Um, the next game was was on a Saturday, 5th of January, 1974. Yeah. And it was a 2pm kickoff. Now, you're going to tell me why it was a 2pm kickoff. I, I was at the game. I, I Again, I know I was at this game. Memories are fairly... Hazy again. We'll get so to the FA, FA we'll Cup get, third round against FA Sheffield Cup third United. round, um, 73 74. I, I only can imagine it's two o'clock kickoff because of power, you know, power cuts and stuff. It three was, day may have even been it was a three day working three day week. week. Yeah, what, what did you do for the other two days of the week when you weren't working, Dave, back in 74? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah, yeah. Christ, yeah, the three-day week, my God. All I remember about the three-day week, it certainly didn't affect teachers, because I'm pretty sure we went to school. I know this was over this was over the Christmas holiday, probably, but I'm pretty sure we went to school for five days. It definitely didn't affect teachers. I know Te- it didn't. Teachers are, are a hardy, hardy Oh, bunch. yeah, you, you teachers are, you, Oppos- you school types. Oppos- the opposition manager for Sheffield United was Ken Furphy. Yeah, it was Furphy, not Murphy. He was Ken Furphy. I think he also might have managed Watford at some point back in the day. Yeah, and never, never until this game. Um, there you go. Where a Ken Ken Furphy? Ken. Um, Fur- so this was the third round of the FA Cup. Yeah. I'm going to go through the town side. Go on. Best: Burley Mills, Hunter Beatty, Morris, Hamilton, yep. Viljoen, Lambert, Johnson, Wymark. Yeah, that was a side. Um, team, yeah. Yeah, I would say in a few weeks, um, Tolbert was about to make his debut. I know, he, I know, he had Tolbert was about to make his debut, and Morris was later that season on his way to Norwich. Maybe, maybe even sooner than that. But yeah, Tolbert was going to come in a few weeks later. Um, yeah, that's that's the full that that is at the time that's the full strength side. So yeah, Hamilton, Phil, John Lambert, Johnson, Weimark. Yeah, definitely. You've got to help me a little bit with the Sheffield United team. Well, uh, go on. This is brilliant because I know mostly, I no idea of Canorton. I don't know who, I, I no idea. Yeah, Canorton in goal. Badger. Ruth. Is <laughs> Len Badger. What a great Len, word. Badger. Len Badger. Yeah, Len Badger. Can you imagine Badger. there would, you know, Sky Sports And he played about news. 700 games for him, definitely. Or a lot, yeah. I've never heard of him. I wish I knew where a Badger lived because then they make some kind of joke. But it's not a name you're going to get in 2019, is it? Len Badger. Badger lived in a set, I think he did. Oh, there you go. Hemsley. Ted Hemsley. Interesting. One of these players that um, was a pro footballer, but also a pro cricketer for for Worcestershire, I believe, in the, um, obviously in the summer. First class cricketer. He wouldn't have been a very good cricketer if he was playing professional in in December. No, he wouldn't. (laughs) Um, Flynn. John Flynn, I think that was. I might be wrong. Colhoun? Eddie Colhoun, Scottish. I think he was a Scottish international, I think. Sounds, sounds Scottish, definitely. Uh, Spate. Mickey Spate, yeah. Mick Spate. Woodward, is it? Let me guess, is it? Is it Rich? 
that's Rich, Rich yeah, Rich Woodward, yeah. yeah, prior to his, uh, uh, yeah, prior to his debut on the Blue Man. No, that was Alan Woodward actually, um, a bit of a winger, but uh, notable for two seasons before we played them away, seventy-one, seventy-two, and lost lost seven nil, and he scored four. So I thought I'd mention that one. Um, Eddie, Dwayne Eddie, <laughs> <laughs> also played guitar, pretty yeah. guitar. Yeah. E D D Y. What was his first name? Keith. Keith Eddie. Yeah, I think he might have played for Watford as well. I'm not sure. Dearden. Bill. Billy Dearden. Um, and can I go with the next two? Go on. So Darren Curry and well, Connor, Connor Salmon's up front. There you go. So it's, it's Darren Curry's uncle Tony, class yeah. footballer, class footballer, and Jeff Salmon's, I think, who I think he might also play for Stoke. I might be mistaken, but yeah, Tony Curry. It's the famous job. Um, is it the famous? I think John Motson. I think it's a John Motson match of the day when he scores the goal where mid 70, I think may have even been goal of the season or certainly one of the candidates where he strolls through sort of does his first, first football I've ever seen really do a step over. I think he's against West Ham, does a step over and faints there, faints right. And like rolls the ball in from the edge of the box with his left foot. And um, John Motson, I think it's John Motson does and a quality goal from a quality player. Great Didn't he kiss a guy on the pitch? I remember a photo of him kissing someone. That was him and Alan Birchinell from Leicester, I believe. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, how do you remember that? Yeah. Or just two men kissing on the well, pitch in the play. 70s. Yeah, you was you didn't uh... see it in the 70s, did you? No. Commonplace. I think, actually, I just saw it on Emmerdale, it would be fair. But anyway, <laughs> not <laughs> he Tony was Curry. On... No, I was going to say. <laughs> um, so, uh, 17,929 turned up for this third yeah, round disappointing. FA Cup. I'd say disappointing gate, I would say. Well, yeah. that's it. It's a top flight game. I'm not sure whether it had been picked up by Sky Sports 6th versus 13th. Yeah, probably just for that. They've got a more interesting one, wouldn't they? Probably than that, yeah. So this is a, a game where I would love to see the the highlights, or at least the first half highlights. It's none. It's none. Um, well, I'll tell you, there's I'll certainly tell you. some stills. There's certainly, I've seen many stills, and I think... Maybe even being, I'm looking at Beatty's book up there, and certainly it's you know on that on the uh, yeah uh, up, up there <laughs> up there, um, yeah some stills of him scoring one of the goals where he's sort of head and shoulders again above the defender and scores him. But yeah, you, you shoot with a goal stat, right? So uh, 21 minutes, uh, Town take the lead. Brian Hamilton he, he takes Lambert's pass and and he he scores a goal. Good but finisher. I don't know, yeah, good finisher. Yeah, um, I don't remember that. I don't remember that at all. Five minutes later, Salmons he leaps up uh, mm-hmm. and. Equalises with a header. Yeah. Um, and then uh, 38 minutes, so just seven minutes before half time, Curry with a scorcher from 30 yards. You're his nephew, you got it from, can't you? Yeah. Who do you reckon would win in a race, Darren Curry or his uncle? Now. <laughs> or now. Probably probably even then, his uncle could have, yeah, probably yeah. Sort of even 10 years ago, his uncle might have. Wasn't play- it, oh, I still maintain, I know I've said it on here before and the, and the, and the main pod that. Um, had he had a bit of pace, Curry, he'd have played in the Prem, wouldn't he? He wouldn't have played so for good. us. Quality player. No, you know, he wouldn't have played for exactly. Yeah. He wouldn't have played for us. He'd have played, he'd been a Premier player. Just so like that bit of pace. What a player. So you think, you know, we're 1 0 up and suddenly we're 2 1 down. I guess it's the, the magic of the FA Cup with seven minutes to go. But 44th minute just before half time, Beatty with a towering header. All I remember about these goals, they're identical goals. They're pretty much identical goals from what I can remember. I think both were corners. Beatty, tower, bang, in. And then so you think literally when you, when you, within the minute. So when you get 2-2, just before half-time, you must be thinking, brilliant. You know, we've got back into this. We'll, we'll yeah. regroup and stuff yeah. like that. But then 
90 seconds between that goal and the other goal. Pretty like much he, identical goals, I'm fairly certain. Yeah. 3-2. Yeah. So we go 3-2 at half time. So the goals in the first half were 21, 26, 38, 44 and 45. First so we take half, a, it's a goal bonanza. Yeah, we take a 3-2 lead um, at half time. And in the second half, I've just got chance. Uh, beating nearly scored no goal. <laughs> Best makes a great save. No, it's, yeah, it's done. I mean... Um, yeah, we got knocked out. I mean, I think we won the next round. I think I think B scored the winner in the next round at Man U. So we yeah. scored three in two games in the cup. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we got the horrible draw away to Liverpool. Um, back then, we never won it. You know, never. Well, we used to beat them at home, as we know, but never won at Liverpool. Got, I think, we lost two two nil. And then Liverpool went on to beat Newcastle in the um, you know in the cup final. One one thing that jumped out to me that I didn't realise was that. Between no. 1970 and 1974 in the FA Cup, there was a third, fourth place playoff. I've never heard of this before. I've never no. heard of this. Only, Wait, only where lasted. Where did you get that from? Um, I don't know. Online somewhere. I've never heard of that. No, it's not all online. Sometimes I read a book. Sorry, that. I wasn't. I wasn't could... demeaning. I wasn't demeaning your lack of re- your lack of reading. So I didn't mean that. But I've, I've never nearly heard. finished this, and I've only had it <laughs> uh, for two weeks. Forty-two now. years. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that town progressed, like you say, from the FA Cup beating Sheffield United three-two, and Furphy must have been disappointed. I'm gonna I'm gonna Google him, Ken Furphy, and have a Ken have a Murphy. look. If you're it. pulling my leg, and his name is Ken Murphy. No, it's not. It's yeah. Furphy. It is Furphy. But no. stop. What's the a game next, though? Would it be called an epic? An ep- just quickly, hang on. I've got a bit of a number one for you. Bit of a number one. What from nineteen? Which one? No, so 1974. So, right. so it was it was number one. So, uh, not to give too much away, it was number one at Christmas 1974. Oh, was it? And it is the Christmas. Wizard. Oh, close. Other one. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there. Supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Is there another Christmas song? You're not going to get me to say Gary Glitter again, rock and roll on Christmas. <laughs> no, <laughs> it wasn't very popular. It wasn't Gary Glitter and it wasn't shaky either. Um, the Christmas song, Stat, come on. I can't think of any... But the one with the guy with the beard... 
Oh no, I'm Slade. That's what I meant to say. It's great. That's it. Yeah. What's Merry that song Christmas, called? everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Body. Merry Christmas, everyone. Something like that. Yeah. I think that was taken from Charles Dickens, wasn't it? That one. <laughs> what Christmas Carol? Yeah, I think it was. I think if if you read it, which I have done, there's a little <laughs> bit of mention from Slade in there. Yeah, you you read it on your Kindle. I know. I have yet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was 1974. Number one, was it? It was. Nice oh, Christmas wow. 73. Well, Christmas 73. So obviously it was number one for eons, like back then, eight weeks or whatever it was. I'm, I forgot to do the number ones. Have you got any more? I have, yeah. So oh, right, I'll look forward to that. There's some booties, mate. Actually, I've got one for the first game, have I? Oh, it's a crap one now. I'm not even going to bother with that one. All right. Um, so this was what I would call one. Can we call this match of the decade? I'd say this was, yeah, this was one of them. This was this was up there. Although we... we we weren't that high in the league, though, were we? No, we weren't, and and this is a season ultimately where we just just said we failed to get into Europe. But um, yeah, what a game! <laughs> yeah. So it's the, the Saturday, the tenth of January, nineteen seventy six. Towner away at Anfield. Bobby Robson takes his Blues to meet Bob Paisley. And to set and to set the scene, um, well, they don't lose many at home now, but back then, Liverpool never lost at home. No. Never lost at home. Always won at home. Yeah. Spo- spoiler alert. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> um, be quite so. You know, little things where I look at things and things jump out. But I wonder how many times have we played an opposition where they've both managers have had the same f- first name, Christian name, but not used it? Because he must have been Robert Paisley. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, Bob Paisley, Bobby Robson, Robert, Robert. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah, you don't, dear. Do Who gets? I mean, I ain't got time. So, for that, so, certainly, footballers, Robert, um, like Bobby Moore was Robert Moore. Yeah, they, they yeah. get called Bobby and Bob. It's just a, it's a football thing, isn't it? So, why was Bobby Robson called Bobby and Bob Paisley Bob? Why wouldn't he? Why wasn't he Bob Robson and Bobby Paisley? That just sounds odd, doesn't it? Bob nice. Robson. But yeah, anyway, it sounds let's, odd, let's go. Bob Paisley. Bobby Paisley. <laughs> sounds funny. Bobby Paisley. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a dog in a in a Scottish detective thing or something. It does. Um, yeah. So Bobby Robson, Bob Robson. Yeah, Bobby Robson sounds better. Yeah, Bob Paisley. Yeah, sounds better. Is that how they Although do it? We know it's a song, the Blade and Racer song, to see Bob Robson's aces, of course, because you couldn't say to see Bobby Robson's aces. Well, perhaps you uh-huh. could, but Bob fitted better, of course. It, I suppose. Could you not say it because was it copyright or something like that? Trademark that you couldn't use the phrase Bobby Robson? Oh, I don't know. Maybe so. Start. Let's go through the Liverpool team, and now they were. Out in force, actually, the, the fact 40,547 people turned up at Anfield. And I think the cops were um, waiting to see town stars in action. But they, they had quite a few good players playing for themselves. So they had Ray Clements. So all England. Tommy Smith, yeah. yeah. Tommy, I mean, he had quite a career. You know, it took him a long time before he broke in and played for New Zealand and stuff, stuff like that. Um <laughs> You forget he played 500 games for Liverpool before That's that. That's right, yeah. And scored in a European Cup final. Great player. Phil Neal. Yeah. Phil again. Thompson. England, England. Mark Kennedy. <laughs> Ray Kennedy, England, yeah. Emlyn Hughes. England captain. Well, more famous for being on Question of Sport, I think. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really cool. playing for Wolves. Wolves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kevin Keelan. Kevin Keelan, of course. England yeah. captain. Yeah, Jimmy Case. The Boots. Another, yeah. England, another England player. Was this next guy Stevie Highway or was he Steve Highway? Well, I see. Uh, yeah, I think it's Steve Highway, but Stevie Highway, a bit of a term of, in, a bit of an endearment. Yeah. yeah. 
great winger. What a winger. Toshak. Again, Keegan and Toshak up front. With, with Jim Callahan. <laughs> Former Prime Minister. Yeah. Ian Callahan. Ian Callahan. So when is this? 70. I mean, Ian Callahan played about 800 games for Liverpool. I think he left for Swansea. Um, but Ian Callahan was also part of the, never, never played, but was part of the 66 World Cup squad. Fantastic play. 800 games. What, oh, I think I think something in total. Yeah. Again, it, it's something like he it, it did play that many games for Liverpool. I say 800, 700, 800, something like that. Loads of games. He may even still be their record um, appearance holder. Probably not, but I'm sure he it certainly was at one point. Loads of games. Loads on them. Town town lineup. Uh, Cooper and goal. Yeah. Bur- Burley, Mills, Hunter and Beatty. Well, this was interesting because. Go on, carry on. All right. Yeah. Osborne, Tolbert, Padelty, Gates, Weimark, Johnson. So to me, they're playing five at the back. There's penalty, Padelty, Padelty, yeah. um, penalty, penalty, yeah. Center Sounds a bit like penalty, yeah. Penalty, I mean, it must be, when I looked at that, penalty won a penalty. Did they did they do that back in the seventies, Dave? Because my <laughs> view of the seventies is that they didn't really train that much. Could be, you know, they no, they went and had a few look, beers. Sorry, looking at it, looking at it. So seventy six. No, because Mills would have played left back. I was thinking Beatty may have played left back, and no, that oh, it was Mills. He... Was Mills in left left side of midfield? Oh, uh, yeah, Mills. Yeah, good shout. Oh, and Beatty at well, left no, back. Exactly and... what would have happened? Yeah, good shout. So Mills would have played left side midfield. Beatty would have gone a left back, and and Padelty would have played alongside Hunter. Yeah, good well, shouts. That you know, so, you, you know your seventies football. Well, that's because yeah, I've been listening to you, mate. I've been listening uh, to you, mate. Look at that. You've been look. rubbing off on me. Um, <laughs> So, 13 minutes into the game, uh, Liverpool take the lead. Um, there's a free kick about 30 yards out. Oh, it's poor, isn't it? But, oh, dear. He just hit it hard, though. He, he wallops it, doesn't he? Yeah, but he is a goalkeeper. And it was all, you know, I I love Paul Cooper. And yeah. I know that you, you think that Richard Wright is, is better than Paul Cooper. And I just think stop, that they're on a par. Stop it with shit, Sterling. Yeah, go Cooper, on, yeah. he should have. He should have saved it. When you should look back at it on YouTube. Should have yeah. parried it out, shouldn't he? Yeah. No one parried it back in the 70s, though, did they? They never punched, never parried. Yeah. I think we probably got to Italian 90. Sort of it it's a weird old goal. He sort of shoveled it in off a post, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. so they go 1-0 up at th- after 13 minutes. On the half-hour mark, uh, there's a throw-in by David Johnson. There's, there's very clever work by Gates, and he gets to the byline it's... in front of the cop. Made a note about this. It was, this was, I reckon, the first example of the trademark Eric Gates, where he gets the ball. I think it's Phil Neal, so he draws the defender close, gets the ball from Mariner, little drop the shoulder. He's he's round. What a what a goal that is! What a cross! That's that a is. great goal. Why mark at the far post and he, he heads in? So we, the, so the ball goes and um, bypasses Clements. Clements can't yeah. do anything about it. It's clearly taken out. No, literally. Oh yeah. shit! There's why mark bang. What a goal that is! Brilliant goal. So you know we're. We've equalised. We're back on terms at Anfield, and then um, three minutes later, uh, Tommy Smith went across on the right. Keegan gets ahead of the defenders, and he puts an easy header past Cooper. Cooper should have come and got six-yard box, isn't it? Yeah. Oops. What's he doing? Honestly, I watched think it. Richard Wright would have caught that. I think. Anyway, I think yeah, on. I think Wright would have done. So I think we... Laurie Stiffelman. <laughs> Actually, thinking <laughs> about the game after this, wait until the next not. game. <laughs> Few picks and great games there. So, <laughs> 33 minutes town, a 2-1 down. We go in at half-time, 2-1 down. And it's not until the uh, 65th minute, so we're 20 minutes into the second half, where town come back again. And as I put, it's a great goal, this. Burley feeds Osborne down the right wing. Osborne cuts inside. And he plays across into the Liverpool penalty area. And 
Gates, his touch is fantastic. Ridiculous. Just fires it past Clements. I watched that about 20 times, I reckon. Hell of a goal. Tell yeah. you what is a brilliant part of that goal, the pass from Burley, because Burley's like almost yeah. running back to his own box and then turns and hits the ball sort of straight down the line of Oswald. It's a hell of a goal. And, and again, you've got, well, you've got to evaluate there. So um, Gates is probably being marked by... Um, well, yeah, Phil Thompson, Emily Hughes, probably. So he takes him out completely, rifles it in, doesn't he? Brilliant goal. Get, get yourself on YouTube and watch that oh, goal. But Town second, goal. brilliant. Um, so we've fought back again. And then with 12 minutes to go uh, in the 78th minute, Keegan's pass finds Case in the penalty area. And he rampages towards goal. And it is like a proper rampage. And his initial shot... <laughs> It's spilled by Cooper. It's an irresistible force. Yeah. And he, he kind of puts it, well, there you go. Have another go. And so he said, all right, it goes back to case and he just puts it through Cooper's legs. I've got to say, arguably, old Coops is at fault for three there, isn't he? Arguably. You, we would have won that game if we'd had Laurie <laughs> Civil in goal, I think. Oh, I'm not sure. Um, so, yeah, 12 minutes to go. We, we're downhearted I'd say but then on the 83rd minute Burley's free kicks headed down by B he's on he's on the edge of the box and like you said big powerful strong yeah, he it. managed to get up there yeah and um plays not a classic, ball down. Is it? Not a classic finish <laughs> you need to watch this again to try and figure out how the ball actually ends up in the net because why runs in sort of a scrap I can't even see where he hits it and then it just sort of trundles over the line really. and he almost finishes up in the net with him doesn't he it's like he, yeah. I, I put, he bundles it in he bundles it in it's at, a, at yeah, the Anfield but, road end what, that would have been yeah it was obviously yeah. the end of the cop but what a game and again Liverpool what a season I just looked at their seasons they won the league of um, 60 points which is phenomenal 42 games back to you know two points to win 60 points um, lost five games all season, including we beat them at Portman Road earlier on in the season, 2-1. And that was the season where QPR had a brilliant season and probably should have won it, but they pipped QPR by a point and Man U by three right at the end. But, um, God, fantastic. I mean, look at that Liverpool side. Ridiculous. Absolutely crazy, isn't it? Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's fantastic. I mean, the, when, you, when you look at it, you know, Hughes, Keegan, Toshak. Well, that's the it, side. That is pretty much the side. So they won the league that year. So they finally won the European Cup the next season when they beat Borussia and I said Tommy Smith scored in the final. Um, it was Keegan's last game before he went to Hamburg. So the season after they, was, they won the European Cup, what, what a side. What a side that is. My so we God. were ninth and it was, it was a disappointing result for Liverpool because they dropped from first to third after, yeah, after that game. Yeah. Now QPR, I think, were really... Um, it was neck and neck, certainly in the latter stage of that season between QPR and, and Liverpool. And certainly QPR had never won the, you know, never won the league. So that was, you know, um, Stan Bowles, Jerry Francis, players like that. Um, and I think pretty all the, I think the neutrals are rooting, you know, team like QPR who'd have been a team like us, you know, similar, you know, back in the day, um, rooting QPR to win, but obviously not. They missed out in Liverpool. Um, Liverpool won it again. What, but yeah, what's your view about? I don't know if you're the same same as me, but when I was young and being brought up, Liverpool basically won everything. Yeah. So now now we are in 2019 with Liverpool doing well at the top of the Premier League, and people say, "Oh, surely you want Liverpool to win?" And I'm like, "No, nah. I, I still can't." Uh, I don't know. I don't want it every I... year. So, sorry, they won it every year. Oh, total. Same, I mean, literally total domination. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Man United. You think dominated to a degree, but you always had the Arsenal's and latterly the Chelsea's. You know, even back then, you know, before Man City came on the scene, you know, with the money. So they're always there. But Liverpool just dominated it every single season. Um, obviously, Forrest, 
in, interspersed by Forest one season and Villa another in the early 80s. I think every yeah, so other I, season. I don't, um, and then, yeah, Everton perhaps. But every other season it was Liverpool. I mean, yeah, yeah. it was total dominance, really. Um, and certainly for two or three of those seasons, it was them and us, you know, definitely was. Yeah. So we're now, we're now on to the, the fourth and final game. And, well, number um, one for that last season. So right, number one so, for that last. So um, if you thought that, um, what was it? Merry Christmas, everybody. Or Merry Christmas, everyone by Slade was a big, was a big, a big record. Yeah. What do you reckon number one was on the 10th of January, 1976? That Just a small record, really. Just a small one. Not really well known. Ooh. Ben's not averse to playing it. There you go. Is it? Mull of Kintyre. Oh, and you've, you've actually, that's the next one. Go on. Oh. It's not Mull of Kintyre. So the clues in Ben is not averse to playing this. Ben. Any opportunity, Ben will play this 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 record. This so Not record, singer. Ben will play it keyboard. And even put Ipswich Town lyrics to it. Would it? So it was a singer called Ben. No. <laughs> was it, was it, um, the only song I can think of with Ben in it is, um, Michael, look. Michael Jackson. Ben by Michael Jackson. About the mouse. No, 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 no. Our Ben. Our Ben's not averse to playing it. Our Ben. Is that ben even a... Yeah, ben ben Plum. Yeah. He likes to play a song. He likes to play lots of songs. Oh, um, Bohemian Rhapsody. Absolutely. Of course it is. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bohemian you know Rhapsody. What? I... I, I I bored the Statman family the other night by cool. just going so on the TV and call up YouTube and stuff yeah. and YouTube and I put in Blue Monday podcast and then yeah. you see all of them along and I was watching and, and they they didn't seem very interested really. <laughs> and, but, Funny enough, I do that and that's, that's a cue and they all bugger off and do something else generally. But yeah. then I came across Ben at the Ipswich Music Day whenever it was and he was oh, in yeah. black black and white suit which could have been the third kit back in the 70s that we were asking you know um and he played bohemian rhapsody oh yeah yeah i've seen that one yeah that footage yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so there you go i can't believe i got that one is the next there one Kintyre? yeah it is so get that out of the way first of all yeah let's get that one out of the way so, so start where are we going so that, that gives a little bit of a clue to all the music buffs out there yeah we're, we're on the f- football special so is that when you used to go down there and smash places up on the way down to London? Uh, I've got to say, who we're playing, I would not have gone there back in the 70s. No. Dangerous. <laughs> so it's 1978. People think it's dangerous. They might be thinking that we're we're off to the den, but we're not. Somewhere no. a bit calmer than that. Um, yeah, arguably back then, yeah. So it's a Division 1 game. Bobby Robson, uh, obviously in charge right at the 70s as, as a town manager. Um, do you want to tell me who the Chelsea manager was? The Chelsea manager was Ken Shiletto. Ken Shiletto. Ken Shiletto. Yeah. Was he it, like Italian or something? I think so. No. Um, or perhaps Shiletto. Uh, never. Father of a, a former Chelsea player used to play yeah. for Chelsea back in the day. So we're at Stamford Bridge. Um, Twenty-six thousand and forty-four turn up, uh, and let's go through. Do you realise that when we first started off with the the pod, when we were in the pod bunker? I think we came up. I think we did cover this game. I don't know how it got slipped in again, but when I saw it, I was delighted. Yeah, because I think remember we took, we spoke about Peter the Cat Benetti and say, wouldn't it be better if his nickname was Peter the Elephant because he would have covered, he would have covered. Oh, yeah, I, I, remember. I do remember um, this. Yeah. So we're going to go through the Chelsea team. So Peter Benetti. Yeah. John Locke. Gary Gary Locke. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. You guess, and uh, yeah, Gary Locke. That is, yeah. Yeah. Rolf Harris. 
<laughs> Anita. Ron Chopper. Ron Chopper Harris. Right. Yeah. Uh, Leon Britton. Leon Britton. <laughs> Ian Britton. Yeah. Uh, what do you reckon? Uh, Droy. What do you reckon? Droy. Droy. So it's D R O Y. Are you doing a Metal Mickey thing? Android. Oh, someone calling. Mickey, yeah. Mickey Droy. Mickey Droy. Um, yeah. Wicks, Stevie Wicks. He's gone now for a bit. Steve Who Wicks, was that? Yeah. Um, Are you oh, going to answer it? Um, um, wife's mum. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Go on. That's manners for you. Yeah. Um, Joe Garner. Yeah, Bill Garner. Bill Garner. Yeah, Bill right. Garner. Good old. Ray Wilkins. Scott. Yeah, Butch. Butch Wilkins. Yeah, yeah player. Peter Langley. Tommy. Tommy Langley. Kenny Swain. Kenny Swain, yeah. yeah. So, well, well, we'll get on to Kenny Swain because interesting, Kenny Swain. We'll get on to that. And Walker uh, Roy. <laughs> Coach Rose. See what you see. See what you see. See what you see. What's, what's um, Mr. Chips doing now? What's Mr. Chips doing now? See what you see. See what you see. Um, Clive Walker. Clive Walker. <laughs> now, I tell you what. Have a look at this town team. <laughs> this is scratch. Look at this. My God. You 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 can um pick out the lineup from this. So, um, but I know whether it was an injury crisis because covering that seventies game that that game against Liverpool with Cooper basically throwing all the balls in the wow well, yeah you put, we've got he's understood. You laugh, you put civil brackets big capitals injury crisis close brackets. Poor Laurie def- Civil. You're most defending him before you run through the game stat. Well, yeah, to be fair, there, there there was an injury crisis there. Laurie Civil was in the team, and I think you know one of the things people often overlook is the fact that Paul Cooper was the only player not to play, you know, in Robson's famous team, not to be an international player. And that does include Laurie Civil, who obviously played for the Allies. Or no, against the Allies. Against the Allies. In World War Two. So he was up, he had a, uh, well, I'll tell you who he had in front of them, and you can put them in the position that they were. So he had Mills, Tibbet, Hunter, yeah. Osman. Yeah, straightforward. Yeah, so yeah. You had, yeah, Mills right back, Les Tibbet left back, Hunter, Osman in the middle. Yeah. And Tolbert, Osborne, Walk, Gates, Mariner, and Geddes. So I reckon they're missing um, Cooper, obviously. Burley, yeah. no Burley. Yeah. B.E. Well, that was that season where they wheeled him up for the cup. The next week was the cup fourth round against Hartlepool, where I know he played. Trevor Wymark, who I think got injured Boxing Day that season, which kept him out of the ultimate rest of the season. Clive Woods and um, Colin Viljone, of course. Now, what I thought was quite interesting about this, because this was a, literally a year after we played Manchester United, the one with the, the programme. Yeah. And in this programme, is what I want to come back and cover it, was uh, an article in there saying, watch out for. And it was probably Alan in Brazil. the 70s, getting your head smashed in or stuff like that. But oh, this was um, a series that looks at the up-and-coming young stars of Portman Road. And it was Russell Osman. Oh, Russell Osman, there you go. So there's yeah, a good Russell bit there. Yeah. I might, yeah. I might um, send that um, by social media to to Russell Osmond who's so Russell um, wasn't his dad Rex or something like that yeah he used to he used to run the centre Cent- spot. spot yeah anyway so is that how he got in the team <laughs> I'm running the centre <laughs> come on Bobby you know I'm running the centre <laughs> spot Bobby, come, look, come on lad look, have a go I've given you an extra Yorkshire pudding with your roast yeah. give me a lad a go so, <laughs> uh, good play <laughs> so, good play wasn't he Russell Osmond what a player my god shall we, shall we rattle through go on go go, go. So, game. So, get through 14 minutes in uh, Gates with a deep cross um, it reaches 
Osborne who heads at home. And I think, do you know what the commentator said when he scored? Uh, one nil. Oh, one nil. I mean, uh, the thing I think uh, the thing about this is, um, and as good you mentioned that stat, he scored. This is his first goal of the season, not surprisingly, and he was to score two goals that season. I think the one, his next goal was to have a far greater significance. Oh, that huh? game. Yes. Wow. So, go. 14 minutes with 1 0 up. Uh, 27 minutes. Uh, Chelsea uh, walks. <laughs> as I put, I'll just read what I put down. Walker's cross is punched brackets badly. <laughs> he, just, he just punches it straight on a Swain's head, doesn't yeah. he? And Swain heads into an empty net, and then you can see Sivil and Hunter. Hunter's not Adam happy. Words. No. Hunter's what not about happy. you? What about you, Liz? Hey, hey Larry. What about you, Larry? I don't what about know. You? Laurie Sivil would have been a bit stupid if he decided to say anything back to Big Al. Poor old Lord. What, I mean, what a, what a career he had. But it was, it was Ipswich. Like I think he was only one of two players um, that was was at town right through the Robson era. Him and him and Mick Mills. Um, and. He's, he's, he's five foot nine, for God's sake. I mean, what a keeper, considering. Not I mean, this five game. Foot nine. Is he? How tall is he compared to Mickey Stockwell? I don't, I don't know. Mickey Stockwell. Did he play in goal? He probably did play in goal or something. He played everywhere else, didn't he? Anyway, so he, he punches it badly. He's having a nightmare. Um, so it's 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 one one after twenty seven minutes. But Town um, just take this in the stride and walk. He picks up the ball on the on the edge of the area after a poor clearance, and his rising shot is ashes it. Yeah, lashes def- it in deflected past yeah the cat so yep. 29 minutes it's um 2-1 to town in fact that's how it that's how they go in at half time 2-1 um and we're midway through the the second half 67th minute and as i've put here it de- what, what is going on here is what <laughs> i've actually written down there's a tell me about this there's a chelsea player laying on the ground a town defender i don't even know who it was because i'm still shocked about the guy laying I on the ground he's Os- dawdling with the ball i think it's osman he gets robbed, and then the pass goes to Kenny Swain, who looks well offside. Oh, he's like ten yards offside, isn't he? But I think yeah. that, I think they think that it's touching Ipswich player last clearly, and it obviously didn't. We can oh, see, a bit like that. the Bristol Rovers. Um, yes, exactly, oh. exactly. Um, and Kenny Swain. Now, Kenny Swain, I was going to say, is quite an interesting one because season or so after that, he calls moves to Villa. He scores two from playing up front in this game. Moves to Villa is converted to a right back by Ron Saunders and the wow. Villa coach. Yeah, played right back in there. Well, their championship winning side. So he he, he makes it two two. Um, but you've got to watch that. Just to, it's almost like a comedy of errors, I and mean, that would never happen. Any you know, VAR would have had a field day about all of that. And I think um, they've got the guys right in the middle of the pitch. They're playing around him. He's, he's like this. He's down, sort of crouching, isn't he? I mean, not crouching. He's he's prone, isn't he? He uh, is in a, in a in a ball, and they're, they're sort of playing around him. Yeah, on an incredibly that. muddy pitch oh. that you know, Stamford Bridge. It's like being in Stow yeah. Upland or stuff like that. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. However, seventy fourth minute. Despite coming back uh, from 1-0 and 2-1 down, Chelsea then take the lead. It's a lovely pass by Wilkins in the town town box. And Swain smartly pokes the ball past Civil. 3-2. I think it's Steve Finiston actually the substitute by that time. But yeah, small small things. Yeah, Yeah. sorry. It is Finiston. If you look at my notes, I've put put goal Chelsea Finiston. And then when I've written it, I've dedicated Kenny Swain was great. I just literally thought he scored all five goals in this. So they're 3-2 up. But with nine minutes to go, Tan have a corner. Benetti drops it. You know, because Cats were quite good with their their 
pause of wall. We yeah, pause, whatever. Yeah, and um, drops it and Mariner blasts the, the ball high into the back of the net. There was never, no one was ever going to stop that. I watched this game on because you can see this game on YouTube now. Yeah. We were covering it. I watched it earlier, and um, the, you get after this goal goes in. If you if you listen as they're sort of jogging back to the centre circle, um, you get the classic seventies terrace chant probably from the shed well yeah it is from the shed of you're going to get your heads kicked in marvellous marvellous always 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 to there to put the fear of god in at some young away fan we we being the the general masses were, were talking on twitter or, or tweeting on twitter about three or about three weeks ago about forgotten chance from the and that that was one but the one i always remember was um you're going home in an Ipswich ambulance. You're going home in an Ipswich ambulance is yeah. another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were they talking to the players or the fans? Um, uh, fans. Fans, I right. Say. For some, I guess you're going home in an Ipswich ambulance. Could have been, could have been player, I suppose. But yeah, but pretty much directed at the fans. I think, yeah. Was that because the coach the cage from the north stand? So do you remember the north stand when the cage was there? When you oh, were getting misty eyed now. So you had the fence, home yeah. fans, or fence away fans. Yeah, that was that was a regular. So, town, town bring it back to 3-3 with nine minutes to go, 77-78, you know, doing well in the cup or potentially about to do well in the cup, but not doing very well in the in the league. Um, so, this would be a, a good point for us. But then three minutes later, and as, as I've written with my notes, I'm, I'm getting, getting annoyed with, with Civil <laughs> now. What is he doing? <laughs> What's he, Laurie, he Laurie. for a cross yeah, and he's... misses his punch. Uh, oh, it's the, a desperate The ball goal. bobbles inside the six-yard box and... Um, it trundles over the line. I'd and actually th- say this is a very similar goal to the to the one you described, Weimark's goal at Anfield. It's sort of yeah. like, yeah, it just sort of like trundles in, doesn't he? And I think Wilkins claims it, I think. Yeah, I mean, it got Wicks, but there was two places. So one said it was Wicks, another one said it was it was Wilkins, but I don't think anybody would really want to claim claim that claim that I goal. Think, I think Ray, I think Ray scored better goals than that. He did. And then um, in the 90th minute, Town are 4-3 down. Are, are we going to get a chance to, to come back into it? And the answer is no. Um, there's a hint of ho- offside. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? Maybe the Chelsea fans were directing that chant at the linesman. Do you think? Yeah. And he's just like, kept, <laughs> kept his flag down. <laughs> and then Christ. what I like about it is, 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 is it's not a crosser, but it's a long, low pass. He, he's about, what, 30 yards into his own half. Mm. And he just plays this long, low ball that it doesn't quite bounce along there, but it, it's pretty low and it, it finds Langley. Yeah, good finish. He takes it into the area and he slides it past Civil, um, yeah, who's probably finish. at this point thinking just I mean, blow the whistle round. I mean, we're struggling here. I mean, I, I just look back and, and where we were. I know this was, um, yeah, just look back where we were. So this is a fourth game in a run of five defeats, which, yeah. you know, under Robson, that was unheard of. That never happened. You know, not, not in the last, you know, after... After the you know his great side early days yes but not after I don't know early 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 seventies um yeah this was a really really odd season um totally well obviously totally saved by the cup a real anomaly of a season in the Robson you know the latter Robson era here's, really here's a question for you so if they if they hadn't won the cup that year yeah. would, would, would his job been <laughs> would he been would it would have been I'm I'm just saying. You know us modern-day football fans. No, no, no. I think, but, well, he had a 10-year contract, didn't he? I mean, yeah, or verbal or whatever he had. I mean, no, he never I, signed I, a contract as such, did he? No, just, no, just, no that, was the, that was a gentleman's handshake yeah. of the cup. Was, no, yeah. I think he'd have been all right, Stat. Yeah, I think, yeah. His, I think his, past, um, his past achievements would, uh, yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm sure we'd have, we'd have still stayed up. As we you know, we, we've covered this before. We stayed up as latterly at Easter. But, 
What yeah, I, no, not a, not a great season. But what um, I liked about this was at the end he he said, which was a you know real positive thing. It was just Bobby Robson to say, at times like these, we need your support more yeah. than more than ever. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you know, well, if Paul you, Lambert has followed in there, I think. No, so if you think that this is this is like the fourth defeat in five, so really all they've got to play for is the cup. They're nowhere, you know, really struggling. So um, and then if you look at that side, clearly you'd think looking at the team there, he's got one eye on the cup match the next week. And I know for us, I know for Beatty played in that cup match. Viljone plays. I know Viljone scored a couple of goals. I think we've covered that game against Hartlepool before. So clearly, even I think at this stage. Yeah, okay, still a half decent side, but he's got one eye on the cup match the next week. Yeah, which fourth round, then you're on to the fifth round, and well, we know the rest is history. Enjoyed that stat, and what I enjoyed more on, on again on YouTube, classic Brian Moore big match commentary, isn't it? Yes, yeah, fantastic. Brilliant. As yeah. was the Liverpool game before, which was um, the great Gerald Sinstad, you know, of where, you know, Merseyside, wherever. No, but I've, 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 I've gone, did you say, go on, what were you going to say? I've got a number one for you on. Uh, <laughs> so let me give you a clue. Um, yeah. It was something to to do with what would keep planes up in the air. Jet fuel. Jet fuel, yeah. And it was about a a rugged rock on the Western Hebrides or something like that. Yeah, it's a great, great song. Great song. Am I looking tired? I think we had to sing that at primary school. Dude, 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 dude. I remember about the the the, the video because again back in those days there weren't so many videos out. I mean the um it was on the beach when it in this Scottish band of the I don't know dragoons or whatever they were came across the beach playing the bagpipes. Yeah, again it was, a bit like Bohemian Rhapsody. That was number one for ages over Christmas and into the New Year. I think well into the New Year. So we, th- there are four games, Dave. But I kind of wanted to ask you, have you got any memories from the? Oh, stop it. I'm going to indulge myself because looking through, I've never picked this game. So I don't remember enough about the game. And there's certainly no YouTube footage of this, but I'm going to indulge myself because going through these games that Stat provided, there was um, on the 17th of January, 1970, I realised it's my very first game ever, very first Ipswich game as a seven-year-old. Um, and it was a home defeat by Burnley on the 17th of January, 1970. Went with my dear old dad, brilliant, who's long, long departed. Um, on my little box in the old um, West Stand, as it were. So the Portman Stand, Cobble Stand was not even developed yet. That was another season or season or so away. Um, sadly, to see us lose one nil to a Frank Casper goal, who later was going to become ultimately was then going to become uh, Burnley manager years later. Um, so yeah, fond memories of that. Yeah, that brought that, that brought it back. I remember that game. Yeah, reasonably clearly. Um, and. Then I looked, look, then I got the old book out and looked back at the season. And my first win was later that season. We beat Southampton 2 0, was probably probably in the probably in the March of that season. So yeah. And there's my phone again. Whose phone is that? That's mine. Are you gonna pick it up then? Uh probably not. Oh, it's been picked up. There you go. Well, I tell you what, my Bizarrely, I don't know what my first game was. You must do. No, because I've, I've got loads of... Pro- my dad obviously went before with loads of programmes. I used to get over with mum and dad. But I think it's fair to say that their um, understanding of how important statistics are is a little bit different to mine. So it's vaguely like... Well, you, you, you never might... got it from them. I can't believe you never got your love of stats from your parents. I can't believe that. No, no. They, and they were like, well, it was kind of, could it have been that game or that game? So that they, they don't know. And there was, there was a period during the, the 70s when I, I broke my leg. And 
Um, yeah, broke my leg. A strange story that my aunt was, you know, the big whale that they had. Not my aunt. <laughs> not, not my aunt. Sorry, not be flattering yeah. about your aunt. Sorry. Um, there was a, a big inflatable. <laughs> you know my aunt, the big whale. Not really. Big Go inflatable on. whale on okay. Felixstowe Pier. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I remember going in that with all all my family. I was I was quite young, and there was some there were some loutish lads, you know, as they were in the seventies, probably skinheads and Doc Martins. Yeah. They were bouncing around. Probably not in their Doc Martins. They you had to take your shoes shoes off, didn't you, before you went on there? And Bet they. they they pushed her, and pushed she was. You, you pushed the whale. My my inflatable aunt. Now they pushed oh, my aunt, right? And she's yeah. tumbling towards the zip hole, and I right. put my leg in the way bizarrely as you do when you're six, and she landed right on my leg. Oh my god! So your auntie broke your leg. Yeah, and then that meant that for a while, um, I had to be. This was a seventies. It's fine. I'm comfortable with it now. But um, so I had to be pushed around in a pram when I was like seven <laughs> years old. And so when my mum used you mean, to work, you mean a tr- you mean a push chair, don't you? Not a pram. You sat in a in a pram. In a with pram. With your legs up yeah. in the pram. Yeah, with and comedy. The worst thing is because I couldn't go to school because of the broken leg. I had yeah. to um, go to where my mum worked because you could do that then, just bring your kids yeah. in, into work in the seventies. The unfortunate thing was my mum worked right next door to the primary school, <laughs> so I used to be pushed in a pram where, past. Where was that? So, next that which, which, which was Halifax. Called? Oh, Halifax, well, yeah, Halifax, and my mum yeah, used to work at the Prince of Wales old, um, old People's Home, as we used yeah, to call yeah. it. I think they oh, call it residential man. areas now. Yeah, but yeah, back yeah, then, yeah. Old Prince People's Wales Drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there were a few games where, where I, I I missed it during the 70s because there's no way I was going to be so when it's so, so your first sort of season, though, would have been what, mid-70s I think, then? Or yeah, I think I was about 76, maybe, you know, oh. I, I've got to say maybe um, the... A new game might have been your first one. Who knows? Well, so I'm thinking well it was it. March, March 76, so probably the 75, 76 okay. season. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, they can't. They can't remember, which is disappointing. But I kind of like the fact that... I don't know where it is. Yeah, m- make it up. So actually, my first game um, was the FA Cup final at Wembley. Um, my mate Mick had um, got me a couple of... Mick Mills, that is. He, he got me a couple of tickets just to say, there you go. Because he'd yeah. seen me being pushed... Pushed past the school. Oh, sorry for being pushed in his pram. Look at that twelve-year-old being pushed to school in his pram. To be honest with you, I'm I still very comfortable. Sometimes when I'm with the kids, I say, "Oh," and they're like, "Oh, Dad, don't don't get in the pram." But they, they'll push around <laughs> town and stuff. It's it's just a just a good thing to do. Um, some great memories of the the seventies, nice Dave. And I don't know whether you think maybe we should go for a, for another decade at some point and go for the. Oh. Dare we say oh, the eighties? I dare we say it. Dare we say the eighties? Yeah, well, I think, we I think we've, got have, we've got to have enough likes out there to do it. We need to be prompted to do it. But yeah, really enjoyed this stat, and um, yeah, maybe we'll do the seventies. Perhaps we'll do the seventies. You know, further on in the season where we, who knows, yeah. can encapsulate some European games. You know, obviously this is January, so you know, no European games until February, late February at the earliest, probably is it? You know, let's, the European break. Let's hop on the Townsend Torreson ferry. Yeah. across to Zabrugga. Yeah, let's do that and get on those bloody Aries coaches down to the West Country, Bristol City or wherever we used to go. Fantastic. Brilliant. Well, I've enjoyed mate. that, Dave. It's been good to see you. You too, mate. You too. Yeah, yeah. We'll um we'll certainly do it do it again soon. Um 
do we need to, to any any plugs to get in this evening? I don't think so. No, not no really. plugs at all. Just uh, you know, no. watch watch this. Um, it's 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 great. <laughs> watch it again. No, in fact, actually, we're going to plug anything. Um, watch uh, Chelsea Chelsea five. It's which three. Watch for a great goalkeeper display by Laurie Civil. However, however, I don't think Paul Cooper can have too much to say about about his display at Anfield, can he? I don't think he'd be no. too proud of that, will he? Liverpool three, it's which three is definitely another thing to watch. Really enjoyed that, Dave. Cheers, mate. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.